1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad It's
0: 105 today. Hour number two of Oilers Now, Friday edition. Bob Stoffer in studio. Monday, we'll have an abbreviated one-hour edition of Oilers Now before the Edmonton Eskimos encounter against the Calgary Stampeders, the Battle of Alberta. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with order sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated uh, place to buy office technology and software. You can text us at 636.30 on our Heartland Ford text line, not your small-town dealership with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Kelly O'Connell, uh, the gang out there, Mike Gretzky, the great Gretzky. Well, not. Re- I don't even think he'd call himself the... He's the great Gretzky. How's that? And Griff Jarvis, uh, they'll look out after you in Fort Saskatchewan. You can uh, reach us on a Rivercree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Still some stragglers left for tonight for sticks at rivercreeresort.com. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Brendan Escott's taking the day off. Brad Whisker's producing the show. We got the ace in the hole. Oppen for us, Dustin Kaufman, but we're going to bring Brad in and Brendan Ulrich, who uh, was heavily uh, involved in oilers now. Uh, big part of it. So here's the thing, uh, just so our listeners know, uh Brennan, you're now doing tails for sales. It's been about a year. How's that gone?
2: Well first of all, that escot takes a lot of days off it seems like. You know yeah. I was always here grinding throughout the summer. Yeah. Just wanted to establish that first and yeah, foremost.
1: There was that summer you took three weeks <laughs> and went to Europe. So oh, let's yeah, not, let's not go <laughs> let's not go too far there, Because eh? yeah,
0: because you ended up having to fill in about half That's that, right. half that about time.
1: About that. <laughs> that one slipped your mind. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and, and and Brendan, that's just established right now, according to you, and there's no reason to, you had this sort of experience, how old were you when you went, like 24, 25? Yeah, when I started Oilers now, or went to Europe. Yeah. I was 26. Yeah. 26. You made Europe count, and I thoroughly admire oh, yeah. that. Let me, I played hockey in a, a, a for a bunch of guys. Uh, Harold Rusin and Phil Shuchuk and all these guys back uh, 30 years ago. And they wanted to live basically vicariously through me at that time. And I had no understanding of why they were like that. But now it's a, a uh, uh, well, I, I'm happily married. My wife isn't. But uh, anyhow, you, you, yeah, no, that's that's the whole situation when you're in a long term. can't be. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Just and, I'm, She's listening. and I'm in Chateau Bow Wow as a result of that. So, uh, Brad, uh, today was a big day for you because you have been, so have you been producing the, the have you been doing the Bowie show for how long?
1: Uh, close to two years, two and years. with, uh, with Jay Lynn in the afternoon for about the same amount of time, okay. so a lot of things changing as of, uh, next Tuesday, yeah. that's for sure, so I'll be, uh, I'll be in the boat with, uh, Shay and Chelsea, and we'll make sure it stays afloat, and, uh, it's gonna be an exciting new opportunity, a whole different style of show, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So maybe explain to the listeners kind of what a producer does on these shows. Uh, a whole lot of stuff behind the scenes, I'm sure I'll jump on the mic now and then with them, obviously, yeah. but, uh... You know, with this new show, we're going to try to bring in a lot of different, a variety of guests, and that's going to be landing all on me. And uh, same kind of stuff that uh, Brendan Escott does for you to make sure that this thing can uh, can function properly. But you don't operate, do you, did you operate
0: the board for Bruce? No Oh man, he had talent So he would yeah.
1: be on the air He did everything He did everything Yeah, he did everything I mean, a one-man morning show for nine years He was controlling the board Taking calls Responding to texts Posting things on Facebook Plus, you well, know, Facebook, handling the... I don't do Facebook You don't do Facebook But I do do Twitter Oh yeah Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
0: And we might have, uh, you know, there's a fairly prominent following. on We have to be very specific with Twitter, though, because I find that if you just gratuitously put things out there, like there are guys out there in this market that have actually tweeted, have more uh, tweets than followers. And I have a a rule that you should not have more actual tweets than you have followers. How's
2: that going for you? Where are you?
0: Oh, I've only tweeted like 5,000 times. That's not
2: bad. When Bob tweets, it's important. You know what? Like, well, not, not, not always. Sometimes there's superfluous information. Except when you predict uh, Euler's statistics and you have McDavid at 101 points. I was like, what was that, Bob? Come on. That, that,
0: it was remarkable how much <laughs> uh, feed... Oh, you know something. You- I'm just saying. How about this? And, I'm gonna, and that's where we're going to start with Brennan and Brad. Is it possible less could be more for Conor McDavid? Meaning... Maybe he plays a couple fewer minutes per game because he's not, you know, it looks like they're going to try to limit his penalty-killing minutes. Maybe he doesn't play 22 and a half minutes this year. Maybe he's back down to 21 minutes. Could less be more and put Edmonton in a better position. Brendan, we will start with you.
2: Well, I get what you're saying. I just think scoring around the league seems to be going up over the last couple of seasons. I mean, McDavid had, what, 110 last year? I just can't see him getting any lower than that.
0: 116
2: it 100. was 116 yeah. yeah so I like I'm thinking 120 is it, like is that too far to reach no I and mean, yeah. it's Connor McDavid like let's not set the bar low let's set the bar high
1: okay Brad. Yeah, I have to agree with Brendan. And I think James Neal's going to have a really big bounce back season personally. If he he plays with with Connor and he plays the way that he's played in, you know, not, (laughs) let's forget about last year, but years past. I mean, that potential uh, you only can think or imagine that Connor goes up in his point total. Well, the funny thing is he's a 10-time 20-goal scorer, Neal, but in several of those years he'd scored
0: like 24, 25 goals in in 65 to 70 games. Like, it seems like he'd always be a little bit nicked up. Uh, There was a lot of character assassination in the Calgary market. Now, they were taking shots at him uh, on the way out of town. Uh, In Milan's case, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. He went through some very difficult personal challenges, so I have empathy for him. Could be a trade that both teams would. Leon Drysaddle. I had this conversation yesterday with somebody in the league, and he's like, Bob, he is a top 10 player in the world right now, and... People, oh, you're an Oitre's homer if you think Dreisaitl's a
2: top 10 player in the world. Brennan, what do you think? I think he's close for sure. Um, I don't know, like, are we counting a defenseman in this? Or yes. Or just forwards? Yeah, everybody. Hmm. Top 10.
0: Would we have a goaltender in the top 10 right now, by the way? No. No.
2: So, like, Vasilevsky, would he be a top 10 player in the world? He's the best goalie right now, but he is also he? plays in front of a stacked team, so it's hard and to got And got swept in four straight yeah. games in the playoffs. So I don't know. I would say no goalies in the top 10, um, a defenseman or two for sure. Actually, that is a
0: great uh, text question for people out there. Texas at our Heartland Ford text line, 630-630. Is there a goaltender currently uh, in the league that's a top 10 player in the NHL? I mean, Vasilevsky has the physical tools to be a top-ten player in the world, and obviously it's the most, yeah. people would argue it's the most important position, but you don't, I mean, Jordan Bennington won a Stanley Cup, and he yeah. wasn't even in the NHL at the start of last season, right? So Jordan Bennington is now ranked like 6th or 7th by the NHL Network, top goaltenders in the league. Well, the
2: I mean, list will look completely different next year. It's just... It's yeah, crapshoot shoot every year with goal tenders. It seems
0: they're like. kind of for me. They're kind of like relief pitchers yeah. were in baseball for a, a while. There, right now, it's a little bit more specified. What do you
1: think? I Is Drysdale a top ten player in the world? I think he's right there. I think yeah. he's a fringe guy somewhere. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people would probably put him maybe as high as eight, but maybe as low as 14, 15 Yeah, but I don't think you can go lower than that. He's just certainly a top twenty player. Yeah, but I think he. But I mean, fifty goal season, hundred point season, like. That's hard to, hard to say no for a top 10 ranking when you're, when you're racking up points and goals like that. Well, uh, and again, last year, he was one of two guys in the league
0: to score 50 and was the only player in the league that have 50 goals and 50 assists. So combination of those two. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Your guy, Ovechkin, I mean, when he's watching the end of the Oilers-Flames game at the end of the year to make sure that he still wins the Rocket Richard Trophy, <laughs> right? And, and uh, you know, yeah. Leon went for the empty netter, and the puck got knocked down, right, on, when the Oilers were yeah. up 3-1 late
2: in that game there. No, he's right there, and I think if he has another season like he did last year, then we'll have to say he is a top-ten player.
0: Do you think NHL? there's too many of the specifically analytics-driven guys out there that are like, he's got to center his own line without just, you, you know what? Why don't you just accept that when he plays with McDavid, that is right now the best tandem in the NHL.
1: I agree. Where where would you, what would you like them to do this year? Do you want to see him play with McDavid again? Or do you think they need him in the middle on the second line?
0: Nugent Hopkins has to play in one of the top two lines. And Dreisaitl's the better winger. So why Mm -hmm. would you, like, why? I don't think Leon gets enough respect. Like, everybody's like, wow, McDavid's driving it the whole time. I don't think they give
1: Dreisaitl the actual respect that he deserves. He reminds me a lot of, of Yermir Jager back in the day. The way you just move, like his body, his size, but he can still move around. And he, nobody, you can't get in on Leon Dreisaitl. Like That frame is huge. And that's such an asset. That, you know, not many players possess that size anymore and right. the skill attached with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I love them together, but at the same time, I could see Nugent Hopkins sliding up with uh, McDavid at some point and still having success there, too. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Neil. If he can come in and sort of form to be one of those two centers running mates, then it sort of opens everything up. Brendan Ulrich, what's the biggest question mark for Evanton this season? Well, goaltending for sure. Um, the defense is still a question mark, but uh, there is some uh, players on the rise that really like the younger talent they have coming on D, so the biggest question mark is definitely goaltending, without a doubt. Same thing. I mean, what,
1: what are we getting from both of them? Because they've had, each of them have had interesting starts and interesting finishes, and Mike Smith has had, you know, really good seasons and awful seasons. So what are we going to get? How much does coaching philosophy...
0: I mean, Dave Tippett got a lot out of Arizona's team. And, I mean, Dallas had good teams, and those teams dominated the Oilers for fun. They beat Edmonton for fun when he was in Dallas. So... I mean, I'm a big Todd McClellan guy. I think people listening to the show know that. I was not the least bit surprised we got the five-year deal in L.A. That is a difficult challenge for him because mm-hmm. he's going to experience something. He's in a rebuild. He's never – people say, well, he was in a rebuild at Edmonton. No, he wasn't. He was in. He went to a team that was positioned to take the next step, and then McDavid and Clefbaum got hurt the first year, and it kind of derailed Edmonton. And maybe the orders overreact – well, there's no question. Shirelli overreacted by moving a in that deal. But you look at L.A., I mean, L.A.'s – You know, they've got Kopitar and Doughty and little else, and they're trying to uh, build their way up. That's a different scenario. But with Tippett, I mean, just he doesn't want to be considered a defensive-minded coach, but his teams, Brennan, have been able to defend.
2: Yeah, he sort of coaches with what he's dealt, the hand that he's dealt. And I think uh, he's done a good job with that in the past, getting the most out of his team. So, yeah, you mentioned Arizona, and it was more defensive. But now you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisler, and all of a sudden superstar players, I think he'll get the most out of his team and sort of build around those players. So it's hard to, to see or talk about it right now because we've never seen him behind the bench yet in a game with this roster. So we'll see what style of systems he deploys but overall I do think that he'll be able to adapt and he's been away from the game for a little bit now away from coaching so I think he's fresh and ready to go so we'll see what happens
1: Brad? Yeah I hope he just lets Connor and, and Leon stay the same and let them do what they do best. You know, you can't always bring a full system over from one franchise to the next and just assume it's going to work. Brendan mentioning the fact that, you know, the defense is a question mark. So the defense in Arizona was was a little bit better than what he has here. So does he have to adapt to that and open up to a more offensive mindset?
0: Alright. Uh, who has the best chance of the following four players to make the team? Ready? Ready? Tyler Benson or Cooper Marody up front? Or Caleb Jones or William Laguson on defense? And Brennan, we'll start with you.
2: I think Benson is probably a lock to make the team if he has a good camp. Yeah. To me, I just think they're, that talent, how do you keep him out of the top six when you look at what's on the roster right now? Mm. I think he will likely be on the team if he's healthy and has a good preseason, so I think he has a pretty strong chance. Better
0: than a point per game last year. Yeah.
1: Close to a point per game in the American I think he's hour. ready.
2: I mean, we'll see. No. If he looks out of place in preseason, but I, I think he's ready. All right. Brad? Yeah, I'm with I'm with Brendan Benson. Absolutely. This makes for you guys gotta disagree. <laughs> <You> <laughs> well, gotta I he, was. <laughs> those demon you mentioned, I like them too. Caleb Jones, I'd love to see him get a chance on this roster. I think yeah. he was really good in, in relief last year, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple other uh, teams around the league. Uh, and then uh, Brendan's going to give you his, uh, his speech, his sales speech as well. <laughs> <laughs> or not. This is Letters Now. Brad Whisker and Brendan Ulrich joining Bob Stauffer here
1: subscribe to the oilers now podcast available on apple podcasts google podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts oilers now with bob
0: stopper on six thirty. 30 all right uh bob stopper with you it's 120 at edmonton oilers now dustin kaufman is ably uh helping engineer the show for us uh producer brad helped us out today brad whisker along uh in studio Brendan Ulrich and i gotta read this text uh David D. has texted the show, Brad was hilarious with Captain Morgan uh, pulling her mosquito-bitten legs. Does the producer ever read fans' text? What, what, what is this about here? What did I miss here?
1: Okay, Morgan Black is susceptible to mosquitoes. Now, we should explain because not everybody that's on orders Now knows who Morgan Okay, so, so Morgan Black produces The Ryan Jesperson Show, okay. uh, and she does a fantastic job at it. Now... When it comes to the mosquito bites, she's very susceptible. But when they start to grow, it's like you've basically... It's like taking a line drive in baseball and the welt that forms after. That's how bigger mosquito bites get. And they're endless and they're all over her. its I've never seen anything so like d- it. she almost couldn't do a show one day because she had received mosquito
0: bites no, no. in the lake
1: or the cabin the night <laughs> she before? Was, she was able to do the show, but I kept looking at her and she was reaching down and kept scratching herself. And I asked her what was going on and she showed me the size of the mosquito bites and I was just blown away. I've never seen anything like it before. <laughs> she wouldn't have been a very good tree planter.
0: that's all I'm going to say like uh, deer flies those are oh, no horse flies and deer flies. Like deer flies are almost impossible to kill. They've got a protective outer shell. Uh, Brendan, you've never actually done any hard work like that, no. so you just—I
2: uh, uh, mean, pr- dealing with you was hard work. Uh, well, hey, <laughs> hey, there you go. And I still deal with you downstairs all the time. Uh, no, You're hounding no, me every day.
0: Oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> every every well, once a week you come up with another brilliant sales concept for yeah. our show. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. on. Right. By the way, uh, people learn over the course of the four, what did you do, four years with us here in Oilers now? It was about four years? Four and a half Four years. and a half years. They know you're a big Washington Capitals fan. Yeah. So, are uh, they going to
2: get back there this year? Uh, we'll see. They didn't really do anything this offseason. I hated the Burakovsky trade, because I am a big believer in Burakovsky, and I think he's going to do very well in Colorado with the center talent they have there. So, we'll see what happens. But, um, we'll see. I mean, winning the Stanley Cup, the, the year after is tough to get back sure. there. So, I think they were they were dead tired, and they almost beat Carolina, went to Game 7. If they would have beat them, we'll see how far they could have went, but uh, they, they got knocked out first uh, round. Uh, I think they're still going to be one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, without a doubt.
0: If Jenny Kuznetsov, I mean, that, you know what, i gotta, I got to say yeah. that. I'm, I'm sorry, man, but the, to me, I, I hate to say it because some people, uh, it's kind of irrelevant. I, I'm serious. Yeah, all, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, it. it's not a performance-enhancing drug. You know, he did what he did. Whatever, get over yeah, it. Yeah,
2: young people to mature a little bit. Maybe yeah, I mean,
0: I didn't always, it. I didn't always like the dance. You know, after the goals, and yeah. then it was sort of explained to me, and I still thought it was a little much, like a little too showy. But the drug thing, um, I, maybe I'm just a way too, like, too liberal on that stuff. Like people, you have people commenting and being judgmental when they might have something. In their own lives, they're not very proud of themselves. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, and for those listeners that don't know, he got a four-year ban uh, at the IIHF in uh, an international hockey due to having cocaine in his system. Well, it's not even tested in the National Hockey League. Relax, like you yeah, know. Yeah, that's
2: what I was going to ask you. So how would that reflect on
0: what you deal I, with the Capitals? I don't think it's a yeah. Big so he's no, is he not a UFA another year?
2: I think or, so, yeah. Yeah, they have to get him. Or is it Backstrom they got to get No, still? Backstrom is. Yeah, they yeah. signed Kuznetsov for that big deal. Sure.
0: Yeah. All right, Brad, uh, you spent a lot of time in Ottawa. But this is this is going to... See, the, the funny thing is, we have listeners to the show, it! you're way too nice in the Calgary Flames. But the one team that I kind of have a little bit of fun with are the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then part of it is the <laughs> Toronto Maple... Uh, the uh, You know, some of the Toronto media who are just brilliant at reading people's faces. Like when McDavid... Oh, did you see his face uh, when Edmonton oh. won the lottery? Oh, did you see dry sales?
1: Like, and that's part of the issue. That article the other day from Cahill Kelly on McDavid was just... Uh, yeah, I, didn't even, that, that, I, I, I didn't even bring that one up. Yeah. <laughs> That, Anyways, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, back to uh, the Leafs. Do people realize how close Toronto was actually to getting the Stanley Cup final?
1: I think they realize it, but they don't want to acknowledge it or if say Nazem it. If Nazem
0: Kadri doesn't have a massive brain fart on the ice, they are playing in the Stanley Cup final. I'm telling you that right now. They go to the Stanley Cup
1: final. I love the return they got for him too. Like to me, you know, you got you got Tyson for Perry, you know? but to get Kerfoot too. Yeah,
0: I'm not a big Kerfoot guy. No, okay, yeah. Well, so, how, but what's going on with? Here's an interesting thing. So they, you know, other markets love to take shots at the orders. Missed playoffs twelve out of thirteen years. Yep. Dry settle. McDavid signed eight year deals.
1: Five year deal for Matthews, and they don't have Ma- uh, Marner done. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm trying not to think too much about it. I mean, I'm I'm saying it's only August, and yes, camp is going to open in a couple of weeks. I don't see it being a repeat with Nylander with what okay. happened. I think Marner has too much respect for himself and he wants to play hockey where I think Nylander, I mean, you saw how he performed when he came back, maybe one or two good games, but quite frankly, he looked like crap the rest of the way. Half the, most nights you didn't even know he was out there. Yeah. And so I don't what's know, he going to sign for when they get him, When it's all said and done? what are they going to get him done? I, I don't think it's a longer contract than Matthews. I think it's either the same amount
2: or it's a three-year deal. All right. Okay. Uh, well, that we, dry settle deal looks pretty good, right? Yeah, it days. does. It's remember, so
0: how, remember those shows that we had? People. Well, oh, yeah, were, you were
2: off that day, ball when it happened. I remember I had to host of the show, and 50% of the callers and texters were irate, saying it's an overpayment. Now it's a slam dunk steal. So. It's amazing it's how amazing. that happens. All right, Brad, thanks
0: for coming in, helping us out today. And I, I know you'll be doing some uh, pinch-hitting once in a while on the numerous days that Brendan Escott takes off. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> a final yeah, shot. Just, the just, shot. Just kidding, Brendan, who's probably listening right now. Uh, Mr. Ulrich, uh, now you're in tails for Sales. Yes. So. <laughs> How do people get a hold of you? <laughs> get a hold of me. Well, you want yes. to put a shout out to some of your orders yeah, now, clients? Yeah, so
2: uh, I'm still leaving a bit of an imprint on this show, of course, Bob. A longtime client, uh, Drew Shamhorn over at Elite Sportswear, has been around on this show for a long time. Uh, A client of mine right now and uh, will be sponsoring NHL today again this season. Frank from Direct Workwear was uh, new to the show last year with the Audio Vault. They'll be back again this year and really excited to welcome uh, Touchback Safety to the show this year. Of course, they had a great run with Legends of the Game and they're back to do the headliner this season. So if anyone else wants to uh, join that roster of talent on this show, give me a call. (laughs) Uh,
0: this text <laughs> comes to us from Cactus Jack. This Ulrich guy is way better than that Stauffer clown. <laughs> Thanks, Cactus Jack. Great stuff, guys. Thank you very much. Hey, me Thanks Bob. You bet. It is 1.28 uh, at Edmonton. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Carrie McCarthy. When we come back, uh, joining us, he's got an event coming up, the Hockey Heroes charity alumni game, Trent Goodrow uh, will be joining us out of White Court, and then Blake Dermott, uh, who uh, works on the Eskimo broadcast to talk a bit about the uh, uh, Labor Day Classic. This is Orders Now.